0: Oh! Lordy, lordy! Ni Hao! And welcome to the Loftus Party. You have found it. You have discovered it in your file of downloads. Welcome aboard, everybody. That was pretty awesome. It that was good. pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the voice of, uh, Andrew Apple over there. Hello, good morning, everyone. Andrew. Good everyone. Good morning. Uh, Ni Hao. Ni Hao. That is, uh, yeah, we, we tried to look into Mandarin way too long. And what was the other option?
1: Uh, Cantonese.
0: Cantonese. Didn't hear Cantonese. Nope uh but nehow so cuz it's the anniversary of the uh the people's revolution in china yep that was may in 1966 a a revolution uh so big and so popular the chinese government today said mm, we're not going to do anything <laughs> no no parade you know it's bad <laughs> they didn't do a parade yeah, well, they didn't do anything they're like whatever <laughs> well to
1: to be fair you don't you have many holocaust parades in germany either no
0: no, you really don't. Well you, well, you have the Day of Remembrance and all that stuff. Yes. China's just like, ni how. It never happened. 30 million. No joke there. 30 million people.
1: You know, killed. That, that, that's that's a, a few.
0: That's a few. That's really horrific. Anyway, um, so uh, ni hao and happy Revolution Day. It's a sad day. Uh, So it, lots to get caught up on. It was such a busy week uh such a such a such a busy week we did a a taping of uh the TV show the flip side. Yep, that's that's what it's currently called. Yes. Uh <laughs> uh down at the Comedy Magic Club on Thursday, probably the best two episodes we've ever done. No I, question. I, I about went it. in Saturday to edit them. It was an absolute joy. It, there's no hair pulling, there's no teeth gnashing, no mm-hmm. weeping and uh it was great. As it was an be. absolute blast. A big crowd, lots of laughs and my then I'm so happy to announce this uh, twenty pound sledge was there. Now our now we heard our theme song, right? Yes. The twenty pound sledge. Uh, they they did a song. I just want to talk about the band for a little bit. Here's here's twenty pounds. They said they did a song. It was so cool, right? When you're stand up, you think, oh, there might come a day where I'm holding up, you know, an album or a CD, and I go off their new album. Da 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 I got to do that. Yes. I got, I got off their new album, Divine Battery. 20-pound sledge. So here's a little clip of uh, uh, Divine Battery.
1: The time a gonna get lifted. This ain't a cold I keep twisting. Ride this high with the sound wave.
0: That was bad. That was cool. Elevator! Okay, that's a good taste. That's, so that's, that's what we're talking about. Yes. That kind of edge, that kind of wonderfulness, those harmonies, the sounds that they get out of the instruments. Now, when dude who plays, uh, lead guitar starts in on the flip side theme song, it, oh my gosh! Like, I kind of thought the theme, song, I'll be honest, this is just like total honesty time. I thought the theme song was a little tired. Really? Right? Yeah. I was kind of over it. Then, 20 pound sledge plays it. Holy moly. I literally got chills. I literally, like the hair on my forearms is standing up. It sounded, he gets a sound like, like the edge gets out of his guitar. It was and then, a good, day. And then, then there's the other guy, ding, dong ding, doing like these harmonic things on the, t- Holy moly. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's like uh rediscovering uh your favorite food. Like, you know, like oh, I used to love uh fried chicken. I used to like, but I eat too much fried chicken. I don't like it anymore. Then you eat fried chicken, oh, i love it.
1: Now, it's so good. Did you have that experience with music growing up where, you know, you had your tapes and you pulled out the old shoebox and you found the okay. new song? Here's Here's the fortunate thing. I'm the youngest of five kids. Okay.
0: Uh, and my older brothers and sisters were always listening to weird music, good music, bad music, whatever. I inherited all of the forty fives, all of the all of that stuff. So a really weird, uh, musical background. However, this station, uh, this rock station, album oriented rock station in Columbus, Ohio, in the middle of the night, they would play like really cool stuff. Like this, here's I remember being a little kid, and I had a tape recorder that you would hold it up to the radio. Oh yeah, if you heard a good song, mm-hmm. and you would. And I caught like the last half of, uh, Roxanne. I was oh. like a kid and I'm like, what is this? Nice. I heard it one time on the radio and that was it. Then, uh, once again, just aging myself, uh, in high school, a friend of mine, uh, told me she's like, cause she knows I'm Irish, my family's Irish, blah, 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 immigrated here, uh, from Ireland legally. Um, We
1: we need to point that out We do That's very important Like
0: whatever That'll that'll, that'll get us Into a whole other area She tells me There's this uh, There's this band uh, From Ireland She thinks I might like Uh, When I go up To Cleveland with her She has tickets Mm -hmm. I had a car She didn't She's like You drive You'll like I think you'll like These guys I go up This little club In Cleveland, Ohio Uh, The Agora Seats like 1500 people Yeah There's probably 200 people there yeah and uh little band comes on stage you too they i think they played every song they knew twice but oh my gosh i was like instant convert it's just one of those things like like, that was it like like if it was uh the x-men you could do a close-up of my bloodstream and see the dna change and the same thing happened uh when a kid uh ben ben what was ben's last name we love you ben yeah ben really cool kid i'm giving him a ride so it's like yeah, i had a car and i had a tape player in the car <laughs> and uh ben's like hey can you give me a ride to uh this art school mm-hmm. i went to this real i went to a couple really cool high schools uh so i'm giving him a ride to his thing and he starts singing this song and i'm like oh what is that and he's like oh that's the clash yeah. and i'm like huh and i'm like i had never heard and he's like you haven't heard of the clash he's like pull the car over mm-hmm. and i'm like no i have to get you where you're going he's like no Pull the car over and park it because your life is about to change. And I'm like, all right, way to oversell Ben. <laughs> so he puts in London calling mm-hmm. and, uh, boom. He was absolutely correct. Very few times in my life have someone like Ben, God, I haven't thought of this dude in years. This is so awesome. He literally said, pull the car. He knew the sonic power and the goodness mm-hmm. of the clash back then. I pulled the. <laughs> Pulled the car over and found a safe space. He's like, (laughs) put it in park. And we listened to the whole album. And I'm like, you're going to be late. He's like, no, this is more important. (laughs) And he was right. And he totally blew off his, like, little art thing, whatever. His little art thing. What a good guy! Oh my lord!
1: So I understand the mentality that it is Michael Loftus so much more now after hearing that story.
0: Oh, it was fantastic! I used to give my brother so much grief. I had a really great musical childhood. Uh, I used to give my older brother Chip so much grief because he would listen to uh, Journey yeah. before they got ruined, okay, uh, by Steve Perry back when they were like this independent, like jazz fusion, rock and roll, this crazy thing out of San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is this? Whatever. He would also listen to Springsteen, and I would constantly make fun of Springsteen. Right. And I'm, thank, God, thank you, Chip. I want to say this publicly. I want to thank my older brother for just not beating me to a pulp. Cause I'd be like, the engine's driving and I don't know what. <laughs> and I, I was relentless, relentless, okay. uh, in making fun of it. Uh-oh, we've got a caller on line one. Go ahead, caller. You're on the air.
1: Uh, hi there. I would,
0: <laughs> uh, I would make fun of Springsteen. So I was a, I think I was in 10th grade. Okay. Uh, and he goes, he comes home one day, Mm -hmm. uh, and he just goes, here you go. And he hands me a concert ticket. He's like, we're going to go see Springsteen together. We're driving to Cincinnati. I'm like, who? He's like me and my buddies. We're all, there's a huge group of us from his high school. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're all going to go down there. We're going to get a hotel room. And, uh, I'm like, what? And I get to hang out with the cool kids. Uh, and he goes, yeah, I'm going to shut you up. And we went to a Springsteen show and that was the last time I ever made fun of Springsteen. Just An awesome show. First of all, I get to hang out with my big brother and all of his friends. And, like, it was a a three-and-a-half-hour concert. And it was all, I kind of knew the songs because I made fun of them all the time. Well, the front door slammed and Mary's got a dress in the Chevy. Blah, 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 blah. But it was great. It was just the best time. And it did. It was like he shut me up. (laughs)
1: That
0: was the last time. I don't know how we got into music.
1: No, we were talking about 20-pound sledge. Oh, 20-pound sledge. We love 20-pound sledge.
0: The best, best thing ever. Best thing ever for yep. the show. Just a, a great energy, a great vibe, really good dudes, and the sound. That I, I want to know. I play a little guitar myself. You do. And I want to know how he gets that noise out of his guitar, because that's what I want. It's, it's a good it's, reverb. Oh, it's it's reverb and distortion. Is <coughs> it's, there's like a little anger to it. It's fantastic.
1: And what you're describing right now is how people walk into Guitar Center and just lose $5,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Well, that was the Michael
0: Tobia we did on the show. If you go into a guitar shop and you play the guitar for more than 10 minutes, you have to buy it. Like, I I hate that. I know it's tempting. I'm tempted to do it. You pull a great guitar, you pull an old Strat down, and you want to plug it in and just rock out. Mm -hmm. Don't. Because, not. you know what? We don't all want to hear it. And especially don't do it in Studio City, California. Really? You know, where, like, a real guitar player could just walk in. Like, there is a chance Eric Clapton could walk in through the front door. Are you seriously, you little... Like, uh, self taught <laughs> stairway to heaven, struggling loser. That'd be horrible. I was having dinner at Maria's Italian kitchen the other night, and, uh, Duff McKagan walked in. Mm. Right? And I had to Google Duff McKagan. Like, and I'm like yep, I'm looking at the picture. That's yeah. the guy, you know? And <laughs> how crazy is that? <laughs> I didn't say anything to him. Yeah. I, years ago, I'm walking to, uh, uh, to the restaurant down the street. Uh, Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys. Oh. I had to say hello. I was the guy. I'm like, hey. And then I'm like, what did I say? What kind of genius thing did I say? I'm like, thanks for all the music. And he was the coolest dude. He's like, hey, man. All right. What's your name? He asked me what my name was. Uh, I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Okay. So we got to get to some news. We got to get to some news of the day. Uh, we talked about the, the TV show. Things are going great. Wonderful uh, listener. Things are going really, really, really well, uh, with the TV show. Thanks for supporting it. Uh, and thanks for coming out to the show the other night. It was a blast. 20 pound sledge. Thank you. Um, everything's
1: wonderful. Where do we want to start in the news? Well, I think so many things. So many things. I think the biggest story that we didn't have, we haven't talked about yet is the fact that barring anything crazy happening, Donald Trump will be the nominee of the Republican Party. Yes.
0: Yeah. Donald Trump is the guy. People need to start. He is the two hundred pound elephant in the room. Yeah, you got to start coming to grips with everybody. I love that it's already kind of uh, decided on the Republican side,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and now the Democrats are fighting. Yeah, and it is
1: a fight. It's getting kind of ugly over there. It is. Um, we have we have a clip. This is uh this is Barbara Boxer. Yeah, so we should set this up. So Yes. Nevada chose its delegates this past week. Mhm. And the Bernie Bros were not happy with the way things went down.
0: Is that what they're calling themselves now? Yeah, Bernie Bros. The Bernie Bros? Yep. They're That's feeling a cool nickname. It's I got to give it up. I got to give it up. Well, you got to give it up. The Bernie Bros. So there was
1: a lot of controversy about how things went down where Hillary Clinton walked away with more delegates than Bernie even mm. though Bernie won Clark County. Uh-oh. So oh uh, shenanigans. Yeah, exactly. The
0: Bernie bros are calling shenanigans. That's exactly what they're doing.
1: So <laughs> so they sent uh, out a dove to bring an olive branch. Senator Barbara Boxer of California.
0: Whom I like. She's very nice. It's weird. It's one of those things like, I like Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Don't like what he stands for and what he's... But, but as a guy, I like him. Barbara mm-hmm. Boxer, same thing. Yeah. Like, I could, like, have a glass of lemonade with her and mm-hmm. watch the, the cars go by. I could sit on a front porch and... Play gin rummy with Barbara. Not Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi puts out that pure evil vibe, right? Like Like, just pure, straight up evil.
1: But her job, so much of it actually encompasses what Frank Underwood does on House of Cards. She just needs to keep moving the sludge along in the house. We
0: did it. We did it. I'm doing if you close your eyes and imagine Nancy Pelosi saying this thing. She's just evil. She 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 takes she feeds off the blood of young puppies and it keeps my face
1: tight. You know, She's you, just you're, evil. You're Nancy Pelosi sounds a lot like Catherine Hepburn. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Norman, you're my knight in shining armor. I put there's a little bit more of an English accent to my Yeah. Nancy hits her eyes a little hard. We passed it. We did Obamacare. We passed it in the middle of the night while you all were sleeping, and we held hands and walked across Pennsylvania. I hate her. Okay. Yay! Barbara Boxer, not so much. So they have Barbara Boxer go out. Because
1: everybody loves Barbara Boxer. Exactly. Right? But not the Bernie Bros.
0: She's your cool grandma. You know what?
1: I bet there's some tasteful nudes of Barbara Boxer somewhere. I bet there are. You know what? Uh She's about to retire soon, so that's probably when they're going to get leaked. I swear! Yeah. No, Seriously. Like, like some like, I, you know, like she dated an
0: artist back in the day Yeah, and he did some like tasteful sketches of her like reclining of a... us.
1: <laughs> just like full on Olivia Wilde on vinyl. Right. Warhol I bet, style.
0: I bet. I bet she was a hottie back in the day, too. Oh, yeah. I bet Barbara Boxer. She turned some heads. OK, yeah. so anyway, so they throw her to the port. They throw her to the wolves in Vegas because yep. the, the Bernie bros are upset.
1: Yep. They, 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 let's just play the clip. Yeah. Stability. You can hear them booing in because the background. Oh, yeah. The whole future of the country is at stake.
0: Now, when you boo me, you're, you're booing Bernie Sanders. Go ahead. Never should have said that. No, no. Never. Sh- you boo me, you Bernie. You're booing Bernie Sanders. Never should have said that. Because no, if I'm in there booing, my boo's just got a million times louder. Because, like, no, lady, we're not. We're booing you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's great. They're fighting.
1: Yeah. No, it, I love it. It's, it's going to get ugly. It's going to get really... I think it'll ultimately all end up coming together before the Democratic National Convention. I don't know how. I don't know what the olive branch is going to be. There's a lot of speculation that Hillary may end up choosing Elizabeth Warren as her running mate and that would be an olive branch to appeal. You mean Pocahontas? <laughs> yes, Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> so, d-
0: Did you see that? I, I did. That was so... See, this is what people... Love about Donald Trump. (laughs) Elizabeth Warren comes out with some angry tweets about Donald Trump, Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, you know, she claimed she was an Indian to further her career. Which she did. Yeah. Which she did. Yeah. So she comes out with one more the other day. Somebody asked him about, like, aren't you worried about Elizabeth Warren? And he's like, you mean Pocahontas? (laughs) Just the best. Just boom. That's a Mike Tyson. And you know what? She stopped tweeting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and but that's the biggest thing. Everyone under the age of 30 knows that the rules of Twitter, the number one rule, it's like the number one rule of Fight Club. I don't, okay, t- hook me up, because I don't know. You don't feed the trolls. Oh,
0: yeah. It's, here's, like, and, like thank you for bringing this up. I, and I, I believe you're right. Here's this weird thing. Uh, my Twitter handle, uh, for- Michael Loftus Comic. Mike Loftus Comic. And then I have one for the TV show. It's like, seriously, it's like my rating system. Yeah. I know how popular the TV show is by how much activity there is on the Twitter account for mm-hmm. Flipside Loftus, yep. all right? Things must be going good, because mm-hmm. Flipside Loftus, chunk, 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 going up several notches. Yes. And it's great. I've mm-hmm. just been very quiet about it. I just want to see how, and it's going really well. It really is. So there's some seriously angry people on there, and I get it, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're angry. Anger, Anger's good, but, you know, use that anger to do something. Mm-hmm. These people take a lot of pride in, like, blocking people. Yeah. And I've noticed here's a trend uh on on the the flip side loftist Twitter account. Somebody will quote the tweet. Mm -hmm. Like, here's the here's the tweet that made me so angry I'm going to block you. Yes. Ha ha, you just got blocked. X clam, X clam, X and but they're quoting that like, why would you give why would you quote the tweet? Just quietly block the person if they're bugging you. Why do you want to do that? Here's the tweet that sent me over the top and made me block you. Isn't that feeding the trolls? Isn't that like, "Haha, I got under your skin and but, now I know I did."
1: But in that particular case, all you do is say thank you. Yeah. It's like that that's all you can do because we are living in a world now where news can be in a vacuum, if we decide that we want it to news be, news is in a vacuum. Well, if you reach out, you have a lot of access to news sources. So, if you want different points of view, you can access it. This in a is way great. Couldn't before. This is
0: great. It goes because it goes to the Facebook thing. It does. But uh, here's here's a uh, little bit of history of me. Uh, as a TV writer, I worked on the show. Uh, one of the shows I worked on, "Anger Management" with Charlie Sheen. Yes. In that show, Charlie Sheen was actually an anger uh, management therapist. So we would do a lot of research mm-hmm. uh, into, you know, mental disorders, blah, 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 and phobias, what have you. There's a thing that uh, scientists and, and psychologists and used to give called uh, the naked photo test. Okay. I don't know if I've talked about this before on the you show. No. I find this very scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they developed it like in the 1970s. Uh, the psycho- psychologist would say to you, um, here's the naked photo test. Mm-hmm. You have to imagine someone has uh, naked photos of you. And uh you can't hang on to them yourself. You have to give them to a trusted friend uh, to take care of until the crisis has passed and you can dispose of them. So how many people in your life, how many people, friends of yours, do you trust to hang on to these naked photos? In the 1970s, 1980s, I think the number was like eight or nine. Okay. Like eight or nine close friends. Yeah. The number is now down to two. Because what is happening is People don't have as many friends as they used to. Mm -hmm. We are operating in these vacuums on Twitter. And I, and I do this and and it's a struggle. It is a struggle sometimes. I, I, if you want to follow, uh, flipside loftus and all, you know, and follow back and all that stuff, uh, the, the Twitter feed is a mishmash of all kinds of different stuff. Absolutely. Which is awesome because you have to get news from everywhere. The majority of Americans, I think, are just getting like on Facebook. I don't like you anymore. I don't like what you said. You're not my friend. Yeah. I don't like what you tweeted. Unfollow, Mm -hmm. block. You don't exist. Yeah. And so people, they don't know how to uh, interact with people who disagree with them. And Mm -hmm. that's a very, very scary thing. It's why, you know, it's why I watch uh, the BBC. It's why I watch MSN. It's why I try to, you know, on Fox News, I watch CNN, all of it. You get opposing viewpoints. So that's what makes this uh, Facebook thing so very frightening. Yes. When you have uh and I, and i really and you say what you will i believe it yeah i believe it absolutely that facebook uh was purposefully keeping uh conservative news down and injecting stories that they thought deserved more attention yes yeah, so and that is a scary scary like george orwellian kind of a thing
1: Yes. Yeah. so gizmodo put out this report where there were a number of ind- independent contractors who were essentially curating the news that ended up on the right side of your page yeah, or in your search bar, depending on whether or not you're on the mobile app. I I still use it on my desktop as much as I do on my mobile app. I'm one of the weird ones like that. You know what? I
0: just got an iPad Pro. Mm -hmm. Like, literally, I used to have Facebook on my phone and, and took it off. Really? Yeah. It was just constant, bro. Just constant. I mean, you can turn
1: that off. Yeah,
0: and I did, but still, it's just like it's like a like a drug, you know? Mm, ooh, I true. need to check that. Ooh, and then like, ooh, they commented on what I commented. and He didn't like what I liked. Just like no, I but now I, I put it back on. I'm yeah. dipping my toe back in that you water. Have to. So yeah, so Facebook was uh, manipulating the news feed.
1: Yeah, and they these news curators were specifically told that if something was making its way up the ranks from CPAC or something like that, that was not to go into the news feed.
0: Boom. That's horrible. It is. That's really, really frightening. And I think uh, Facebook is now, and here's the other frightening statistic, Facebook Mm -hmm. is like the number
1: two source of news. It is. Very much so. (laughs) Yeah, it's way up there. What's number
0: one? Instagram? What's number one? You know what?
1: Periscope. Instagram is now owned by Facebook, so it's all the same thing. Really? Yeah, they bought it a couple of years back. And Twitter's Periscope. Yes. It's just going to, listen, it's going
0: to be networks. Yeah. They're just going to program the internet like networks.
1: Yeah. And that's the reason why net neutrality was so important, why everyone was fighting so hard for it.
0: You know what? And I have, we did a monologue about that, mm-hmm. uh, on the show. Let's yep. keep the internet, uh, open and free. And I can see both sides of the issue. However, yeah. this is like the, the, the unintended consequences. Uh, if you, and this is to everyone who's listening to the podcast, if you have an idea for a small business, uh, go out, get that domain name, get mm-hmm. started. Yeah. This is this message brought to you by GoDaddy. GoDaddy. <laughs> With women race car driver commercials since 1999.
1: We do have to say we are not actually sponsored by GoDaddy. <laughs> no,
0: but that'd be wonderful. If you'd like to sponsor the podcast, um, yeah, keep the, the loftiest Party. This yeah. is, this is the, the website of, uh, uh, the podcast, the TV show, the theloftestparty.com. Mm-hmm. It is wonderful. Yes. And we are going to, uh, highlight small businesses, help those people, just shine a light on some awesome charities and some, some bloggers and other, like, the Daily Dose is the yeah. coolest thing ever. Yeah. You can go every day. There's a new, like, I learned about Estonia and what a rocking good time, like, capitalism, oh, yeah. like, mm-hmm. whatever. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing, but like, get in now. Yeah. Because, uh, my big fear is that the federal government, big brother, will come in. They're gonna start messing with the internet. So get in there now. And it's, it's always, it's always a, a good intention. Yeah. There's always, I think it was a uh, SOPA, S-O-P-A. Yes.
1: There were two. There was SOPA and there was PIPA.
0: Yeah. <laughs> SOPA Lungs Talking and PIPA Lungs Talking. <laughs> Hello. I'm Senator Earl Kitchen Cabinet and all of my all of my legislation is named after Pippi Longstocking characters, <laughs> children's books. Um, yeah. So I think it was SOPA was looking to protect, uh, copyright laws. Yeah. Like, cause we, we're, you know, listen, there's, there's, there's piracy everywhere yeah. and something has to be done. However, uh, the big danger is somebody puts up the wrong video on YouTube, or they put up the wrong video somewhere else, and then the entire website goes down, Yeah. and only the big guys can afford to fight back, and it hurts the little guy. So thank goodness uh, SOPA went away. Yeah. And did, did Pippa
1: go away? P- Pippa went away. There were some legislation that ultimately made it through. What people uh. are fighting for right now is, if you want to go on Twitter, there's a hashtag WTFU, where's the fair use, where a lot of these... Video content creators who are using copyrighted material so that they can review the material and mm-hmm. make commentary on it. They want to keep these laws open and free. So there's a group, if you're interested, it's called uh, Fight for the Future. Nice. Uh, and you can Google them, and they're doing all sorts of amazing things to keep the Internet open and free.
0: That's great. And and, and here's unfortunately – and here's the problem. Good luck with this uh, Congress and, and Senate and and lawyers everywhere as a uh i'm not going to say artist but as a stand up comic yeah like my stuff is out there yeah if you're driving around on xm you listen to the comedy channel whatever that thing is called mm-hmm. i don't have satellite radio in my
1: car well there's a couple but uh, yeah. you're probably on raw dog comedy right
0: uh yeah there's there's my 1 hour special on comedy central mm-hmm. uh, you've changed yep. they play clips from that uh and they also have tracks from my first uh cd 20 dollars worth <laughs> ah, I I thought that was so clever when I, I I my my first comedy album and I called it twenty dollars worth. So I, and then like after the show I would sell them and people would go, Is this any good? I go, Hey, it's twenty dollars worth. <laughs> I, I loved that. I thought it was so funny. But anyway, um there's a there's an agency that monitors that and yeah. makes sure that comedians get paid. Mm-hmm. And I think that's awesome. Absolutely. And that's the only way it can work. Yeah. And that's why I always joke around about uh Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. you know on that like follow me taylor swift i want taylor i do i want her to follow me uh I, I loved how she went to bat for the little guy mm-hmm. uh with with iTunes and with uh Spotify and with Pandora yeah. all that stuff you you have to otherwise if artists can't make money mm-hmm. off of their art then it's 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 all over so but, then it is
1: all over but that's why we're in a really interesting place right now with all this new media and that anyone can go out and get a camera and they can create anything Creating music and creating videos can almost be like community theater now because you can do it just because you want to create something. But the scary thing and the cool thing at the same time is those guys are now competing with Taylor Swift. They're competing with what's on TV.
0: I love it. And it's cool. Have you heard of this dude, Pogo? I have not heard of Pogo. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I wish I had a track. This is a DJ from Australia. Yeah, look up some Pogo stuff. i there's some Pogo. Uh, uh, search, uh, Pogo Up. All right. Like, from the movie Up. He takes sounds and bits of music from Disney movies, and he turns them into songs. It is, uh, are you gonna try to plug it in? Yeah, yeah. Do you have it? Yeah, I can get it. Oh, it's the coolest thing ever. I Here's the deal. Like, I would get sued. Like, if we play this, am I gonna get sued?
1: Uh, I think we can fair use it if we just right. use a couple of minutes. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, we just cut it out after the fact.
0: All right. Cool. But no I, deal. I, um, I love this dude. Okay. We're gonna try to. No, no, we
1: got it. Don't worry about
0: it. We got it. We got it. Okay. Let me know when we're gonna play this, thaka. It's. But uh, keep telling us about Pogo. He and so he started doing like like from uh, Sleeping Beauty or from Cinderella, and yeah. he would take them like turn them into dance songs, like just using the original. Actual sounds from the film and, and audio clips. And, uh, Disney was like, Hey, you gotta stop. We're gonna sue you. He's like, Come and get me. I'm in Australia. And like, uh, they came after him and he kept doing it. He kept doing it, but it's stuff is like getting more and more popular. And finally, uh, Pixar mm-hmm. a few years ago, they were just like, Hey, um, could you do one for us? They like they're just totally steered into the curve. And he did one. Uh, it's one of my favorites, uh, from up. And we will we'll put this together to where We've that's where it. it'll just, oh, just play it.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to play it. We, we may get hit with an ad because we're pulling this off of YouTube, but we're just going to, nope, here we go.
0: I love it. <laughs> it's fantastic. He's just taking pieces of dialogue.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm realizing I have heard of this guy because, you know, my other podcast is So Fresh So Prince. Yeah. He had done a Fresh Prince one of these, and it's awesome. It's fantastic.
0: I just love it. I just love it. And I love the fact that Pixar was like, hey, could you do one for us? Yeah. Just steering into it. That is awesome. Art, that's David versus Goliath right there, as it should be. Yeah, absolutely. Let's keep the internet open, free, the wild, wild west. Yep. That'll, that 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 episode will air in
1: uh, two weeks. Yeah, yeah, it, it's a couple of weeks away. We, I think, because May twenty second, we have uh, another new episode, not the one we shot this weekend. Right, and then after it's that, it's so
0: exciting. Yep, life is really good right now. The podcast, this mm-hmm. thing, this yep. little thing that we're doing, yep. going great. Love it the website going great loftusparty.com tv show going great everybody uh it's well let's just but let's keep the government out and here's uh, and this is a great example i'm going to use this as a segue uh to when the government does get involved now well, a couple uh, episodes ago we we're all joking around about the uh the carolina bathroom situation yeah and it's kind of a joke Yvonne joke thing and you're, oh where's the guy in the dress going to go dig 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 uh but now the federal government has taken it to another level and they just pretty much uh told every public school uh in this great nation here's how it's going to work. You either do it or you don't get federal funding.
1: Yeah. That is when I get involved. It's incredibly scary. It's it it's such a big mess right now and it's really it, it's uncomfortable because there's no good answer to the situation.
0: Well, um in terms of the bathroom thing, yeah, there is one simple solution: family bathroom. Yeah, there's just a gender neutral, we don't care bathroom. However, like, and this is like you. I guess you always have to, and like some people on the right are like, "What about the pervert that goes in there?" That like, uh, hey, they're already in there. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, they're already there. That's what you have to look out for. I'm not worried about the the transgender people. Like, I'm I'm worried about the the real like per- pervert that go to. Great lengths. I was on the show World's Dumbest, yep. and we would have our fair share of people going to great lengths, uh, to put cameras places and to watch things. And, uh, anyway, here's the, here's the, uh, argument that, that I haven't heard yet. Okay. And this is what you get when you listen to, uh, the Loftus Party. Um, what about the rights? Now, I, I understand. Okay. You think, uh, you were born, uh, in the wrong body. Yes. I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a woman and I'm going to live my life as a woman. Uh, and I'm in a lovely dress and I'm well put together yep. and I'm, I'm at Arby's and, um, I need to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go to the ladies room. Yep. Cause that's okay. Now, uh, but that's me. I'm a pretty girl. Like I'm, I think I would be passable. Um, what about the people who aren't? Yeah. Now here's the deal. No one talks about, uh, the kids. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly not worried about the perverts. Mm-hmm. Like, those, we are, we have to worry about them, uh, regardless. Yes. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I was terrified of clowns. I was terrified. And I'm not comparing, no. in, in a way I am, I'm trying to use it as a metaphor. Uh, and I do have a point here. But like, I, I saw there was a person, I knew it was a person, yeah. and he was wearing a wig, mm-hmm. and he was wearing makeup, yep. and it seemed like he was hiding something, and it, terrified me mm-hmm. my scenario is this you're uh you're transgender you're you're not a convincing woman yet yeah maybe you're a few uh doses behind mm-hmm. on the on the estrogen or whatever yeah and like some person is coming out of a uh a burger king bathroom <laughs> with their the, their their little girl and like nah! like what about the little girl's rights what about the the child's right not to be terrified? Well, uh, but because I think it's safe to assume, like when you go into a a restroom, mm-hmm. there's not going to be uh like a a clown walking in or a scary right. And then you and then and then you got to have like a transgender talk. Listen, there's a Bed Bath and Beyond down the street.
1: Yeah, and. It. What? They are awful there. I, <laughs> I, I have sworn off ever going to Really? Much. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bed Bath and no, Beyond. I love Bed Bath and Beyond. It's just that particular Bed Bath and Beyond. Really? Yeah. There, you're that specific. Yeah. Well,
0: there's a lovely, uh, there's a lovely transgender, uh, I guess woman there. Yeah. There's a woman that mm-hmm. works there and, Uh, she's quite helpful. And, and like last year I'm in there with, with my sons and I, I really want, I forget what I was looking for. Uh, and she comes over and she's like, can I help you today? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm looking for, oh, it was a shower curtain. It's going to get a shower curtain. She's like, oh yeah, follow me. Mm -hmm. And as she's leading the way, my kids look at me like, what is going on here? There was a lot of confusion Mm -hmm. and I think I'm a cool dude. Yeah. You know, I get my little shower curtain, I leave and they're like, what was that? And I'm like, oh, that was a, that was a lady who was helping us. She looked like a, yes, well, she probably was. And sometimes, you know, and I thought I was extremely cool about it. Yeah. However, uh, that's the argument I haven't heard for the bathroom situation. What about the, like, I don't want to have my kids were, they, they
1: were older. They weren't like three and five, you know, I don't know, but okay, but, and, and this is where it's tough. It's like, are we going to, create the scenario where just because some parents are uncomfortable explaining to their kids about the fact that some people were born in the wrong body. Yes. Yes, we have to. Yeah. We have
0: to respect that parent's rights. I don't want to have that conversation with my kid until I want it. You can't have the federal government impose it. It's the same thing with the Supreme Court today, uh, punted on the, uh, uh the
1: contraception, the issue. contraception
0: I- issue. Yeah. That's a very, like, listen, the, the federal government, and, and like, and this is what happens when you have the federal government in charge. The federal government is now just straight up bullying every, uh, public school. And I, and I tell you what, and it's good, uh, for people who think like me who don't like big government. Cause I tell you what, uh, if you were thinking about putting your kid in a private school, or homeschooling your kid, or getting your kid into a uh, a Catholic school, or a uh, some other. I would if I had a kid now, I, he wouldn't be going to uh, public school. If not, if the federal government's going to tell me, here's how
1: you must think, right? I don't Parents know. Parents are agree a lot with you on this one. What guess, do you mean? It's, well, it's I maybe maybe I'm just giving more credit to kids, but kids have an incredible amount of empathy, and if you just explain to them that this is something we'll talk about when you're older, but don't worry about it or you want to ever listen to Dr. Drew? Of course listen to Dr. Drew. Okay.
0: Yeah. And once that once that switch is flipped yeah. in a little kid, mm-hmm. you can't unflip it, right? There's okay. no Seriously. No, no like, I keep when, going. I'm, like, I'm, I don't want the federal government trying to tell me when I talk to my kids about sex. That's that's the parents' right straight up. And I don't want the like listen if uh if uh, Jimmy's confused and now he went oh my gosh I almost did like the worst thing ever uh anyway just to have a separate bathroom for those kids I agree you know and like with the like I know how restrooms work and blah 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 my big thing is the federal government saying it's our way or the highway about this this issue or any other issue
1: and there's nothing stopping the states from saying we're gonna do this anyway we're just not gonna take your money. I like what that – you know what? I didn't like that dude from
0: Texas, the lieutenant governor from Texas. And he's, like, getting all biblical. You can tell Obama he could keep his 30 pieces of silver. uh, And then – but he did. He flipped it back because he goes the money that the federal government is now going to take from us as Mm -hmm. the state of Texas. Yep. That was the money that we were using for breakfasts for uh, the kids who were really hungry. Mm. So now you're not doing anything for the transgender community. You're actually smacking the food out of hungry children's uh, hands. So, enjoy- oh, it's going to get really ugly. It's going to get ugly. Really. The quickly. federal government has to step out. It's states' rights. States' rights. You know, and uh, the federal government's been doing this for the longest time. Yeah. Do what we want or we're not going to give you this money for our road. Do mm-hmm. what we want. Blah, 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 blah. So, uh, incredibly frightening. What, uh, we were talking about the Supreme Court thing. Yes. I was bummed out to see him punt today. Wasn't not, thrilled about the punt.
1: It's not surprising because – and this is going to get into a larger issue about where the Supreme Court is right now just because the fact that it's uh, split four to four between liberal and conservative. So there's mm-hmm. going to be a lot of punting until we get a ninth Supreme Court justice memo. Which I think is awesome. Well, the, All it really means is that whatever the federal court says, that's what it's ultimately going to end up being the decision on.
0: I don't like this whole thing where the, the Supreme Court is like legislating, you yeah. know, oh, yeah. because, yeah, whatever – uh, so it was the big contraception thing. Yeah. Uh, today. That was, that was so awesomely fun and funny for me to watch go down like the whole Obamacare thing when they were like, no, if you're a Catholic institution and you have, uh, employees, you gotta buy, uh, birth control for them. Yeah. That was so, that was like one of those delicious moments. Uh, cause my kids go to a Catholic school. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, everybody over there voted for Obama. Mm -hmm. Just, yeah, Obama stickers, Obama, Obama. And kids were told, like, let's make political signs this year. Let's (laughs) let's, let's all do it. And one poor kid, not my kid, Mm -hmm. some other kid who will remain nameless, he made a uh, McCain sign. Okay. And uh, he had to leave the school early because he was teased mercilessly. He was bullied by, why could you? you Because if you were anti-Obama, you know, you were probably the devil. Uh So, yeah, he left the school uh, in tears, incredibly traumatized because he was standing up for what he uh, – probably what his parents were going to do. That's the key. <laughs> when you're a little kid, oh, you don't yeah. have
1: a political preference. You have your parents' political preference. Right.
0: So everyone, all the school kids, all the te- – everyone over at this insti- – a Catholic institution. Yeah. We're like Obama, Obama, Obama. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't think you guys have like drilled down on these issues. And, and it was just like – it was Delicious. When he's like, hey, Catholic institutions,
1: you have to buy your employees birth control. Well, I mean, <laughs> so again, so let's let's, you know, tiptoe into Michael Topia. I know we're not quite there yet, but the solution that he ultimately came up with was all these institutions had to do was say, look. We're not going to provide birth control. We're just going to sign a piece of paper and says, we're not going to provide birth control. Bada bing, bada boom. And then the government steps in and says, okay, great. We're going to figure out someone else to provide birth control. Yes. But what they're upset about right now, these institutions, is they're saying, well, we don't even want to sign that piece of paper. Because by signing that piece of paper, we would be involved in getting contraceptions for people. And that's well, what there's got to be there's got there's a
0: little logic jump there. I mean, I think you're close to something. No, no that's what it but was. But like, by signing a piece of paper that we won't provide birth control, we're providing birth control. Yeah. Okay, that's straight up crazy. Yeah, if I that know. no, if that's if that's that can't truly be the argument. It never would have gone to the Supreme Court. That's what the argument was. By s- okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. That couldn't have been the argument. Uh, no lawyer's going to take that. They uh, take that case. No lawyer's going to say, well, "Wait a minute, what." <laughs> It was like the Sisters of Mercy. They're like, we don't even want to... I think they're saying... I don't even know what they're saying. This is great. Welcome back to Ignorance on the radio. We don't know. We're not sure. All right. I am pulling... All I know is this. I am down for uh people's uh, personal rights. That's my whole thing. Individual rights, liberty, the pursuit of some serious happiness. Yes. You want to get your birth control? Go get your birth control. I'm not paying for yours. Yeah. That's just all there is to it. I'm not going to pay for a stranger's birth control. You want to go get some nookie
1: nookie? You got to buy it. You, it's a, you're making a choice. All right, so I'm reading directly from. The oh, you're going
0: to read the the legal brief?
1: No, no, no. This is from the New York Times.
0: Oh, the New York Times. Yeah, I know. That, so. Oh, and they're on it. They're on it. Listen, it, they're again, big, they're big. Yeah, okay. I don't want
1: anyone saying that, you know, we're pulling from the most conservative place. Okay. We want to make sure we have both sides of this. I like okay, that. Okay, so. Today's case was the court's second encounter with the contraception requirement and the fourth time it considered an aspect of the Affordable Care Act. It built on a case from 2014, which said a regulation requiring family-owned corporations to pay for insurance coverage for contraception violated a federal law protecting religious liberty. This was the Hobby Lobby case. Yes, that yes, talking yes. About right now, which I'm totally on the side of Hobby Lobby. Okay, so Justice Samuel Alito, writing for the majority in 2014, said there was a better alternative—one the government had offered to nonprofit groups with religious objections. That alternative or accommodation was at issue in the new case. It allowed not-profit groups like schools and hospitals that were affiliated with religious organizations not to pay for coverage and avoid fines if they informed their insurers, plan administrators, or government that they wanted an exemption. Many religious groups around the nation challenged the accommodation, saying that objecting and providing the required information would make them complicit in conduct that violated their faith.
0: Okay, so that, that now, that's it's similar, yet different <laughs> from what you said. okay. And then I also wonder if the, it also opens up a, a Pandora's box where you have to suddenly, uh, you know, just prove, or, I remember that with Hobby Lobby, like, how yep. religious are you? Yeah. And that's just a slippery slope. Exactly. You know what? It, Cause that's like, I da, listen, I'm never going to get into a Bible quote and contest with anybody. Cause no. that's, that's like the, the, the oldest thing. Like, will you believe this in the Bible? Do you, and it's, ah, it just gets so boring. But, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad there is, listen, uh it'll get go down to a low a lower court and i'm sure i don't want you i don't think you should have to prove how religious uh you truly are until you're like now if you're talking about tax-exempt uh status yeah like if you're gonna open up listen i'm i'm the the church of the wicker basket chair no 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 but then watch now those we're gonna get an angry email Uh, listen i i am the founder of the church of the
1: wicker basket chair
0: (laughs) and uh we are uh you a know, fun-loving organization. We help out the children.
1: Whatever keeps you on the straight and narrow keeps you off the streets. Whatever your god is, if it keeps you from being uh, a jerk, there was another term I was going to use there that's not safe for work. But uh, whatever keeps you from being a jerk, I'm all for.
0: Me yeah. too. Yeah. Me too. Mm-hmm. Polite society. Yeah. That's really what it is. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine, many, many years ago. uh it's it's amazing how many things religions have in common. Mm-hmm. Uh, but mostly. Mostly. That's, uh, that's my, uh, Newt. That's From, name? uh, Aliens 2. Okay. Mostly. They come at night. Mostly. Newt! <laughs>
1: <When we're, laughs> the, we're, the
0: nerds we're, are laughing. We're going way. I back. wonder where that girl is now. Okay, I hope she's okay. Let's find out where Newt is. Okay. From you, Aliens 2. You make mostly, your point. Mostly they come at night. I'm mostly. Oh, uh, we're going to look up where Newt is. Here's the wonderful thing about religion uh and and the the 10 commandments it's really like how not to get killed it's one of like don't don't lie uh don't cheat don't steal don't covet mm-hmm. you know just do your own thing and and like help out your fellow man it's a tough go round we should probably help he, uh, help each other out that's what i like about organized religions
1: well and you know and i i don't know where mostly I'm... I don't know Most. where I'm pulling this from, <laughs> but you know, I've, I've heard the quote before I don't care whether you're black, white, Jewish, Protestant, Muslim, Christian, Catholic, whatever sect you come from, red, blue, yellow, white. I care about whether or not you're an a hole. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, if you're using a, your religion to be an a hole, well, then you need to
0: reevaluate. Exactly. That's wonderful. Boy, you know what? You didn't think you were going to get deep today. I didn't know we were going to get into some Zen stuff, but here we are. It's good. It is good. I like me, the organized religion.
1: It's a good thing. There's no question about it.
0: Yeah. You know what? Uh, you're a Jewish fellow, yeah? I am. Yeah? How's your temple?
1: Uh, pretty good, actually. Yeah? Do they have a
0: break in the middle of Mass? Uh, Mass. (laughs) They have a break in the middle of service and they have a little deli tray in the back?
1: Yeah, so the way that it works. That's an awesome thing. Yeah. That is an awesome, awesome thing. It's wonderful. It's called a what, what? A kiddish. Oh, my buddy, uh, uh,
0: Avi. Oh my God. I don't know what temple he goes to, but he's he's describing it. And yep. like, he's like, I got great seats. Yep. Oh, the seats are a big <laughs> that's thing. Just, that's, just that's a fan- big thing on high it's holidays. It's fantastic. Yeah. And there you have a break and there's a spread. Yep. <laughs> Look, yeah. Do you know how I, I'm Catholic? Mm-hmm. I would go to church so much more. Yeah if there was a spread yep. if like we could take a break in the middle and, and like go get a sandwich uh go ahead caller you're on the air ooh oh. not going to take that one
1: and just tell you just tell you the spread is excellent right the i'm spread. sure it is deli meats cakes. oh my god it's, oh, it's just good if you
0: are hearing this show uh go online and and get uh tickets to israel i think i've <laughs> okay. said it before here yep there's something about that place wonderful oh my gosh yep the best ice cream, the best dairy, the mm-hmm. best uh, the, the 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 produce. There's something just I can only imagine. Like uh, I, I want the I want the Catholic Church to lift that uh, from the Jewish faith to like oh. like let's start putting in a break. Like, listen, we had Vatican II. Yeah, we went from a totally Latin mass to mm-hmm. okay, let's do it in English. Merging here's with a the here's Greek a fun Orthodox, it was just, wonderful. <laughs> here's a funny story. And we actually use this in an episode of Anger Management. Um, but anyway, I, I would love to uh, to take a break in the middle of Mass. And uh, holy guacamole, it's going so well! I'm having a blast. Um, take a break in the middle of Mass and just like have have like some really really like a good deli spread. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, we've had Vatican two. We might as well have Vatican three. Vatican three: okay. the battle for the deli spread <laughs> is what I'm saying. Uh Vatican II was, okay, now we're gonna say Mass in English. So uh when I move out to LA mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm looking around at different neighborhoods. I pick this neighborhood. Oh, there's nice there's a church right there, there's a oh, the hospitals, everything it's got everything, you yep. know, and my wife we're, we're gonna start a family. And uh-huh. So uh we go uh, to church uh one Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this is a beautiful church and there's a school if we arrive to, you know, the whole thing. Yep. And Mass comes out it's like, hola, 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 Jesus hola, the whole thing, like e- everybody in there. Wait, wait, was that Spanish or Latin? That was Spanish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was really bad. It was really bad. I thought hola was the tip, but, uh, yeah, the whole thing is, uh, is just in, in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And so my wife and I look at each other and we realize everyone in there, it's just a Spanish speaking mass. Yeah. We just figured. And like, so, uh, uh, so we just hung out, yeah. you know, cause you know, the timing of the whole thing. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like, so, so
0: we actually use that, uh, story in an episode of, uh, anger management where, uh, Charlie's dad, uh, played by Martin Sheen says, Charlie, you know, you've fallen out of you don't go to church anymore. You don't do this. And Charlie's like, I go to church all the time. And, <laughs> and, uh, Charlie's dad is like, well, let's go to mass tomorrow. And Charlie's like, okay. And so they go, uh, to mass <laughs> and uh and martin sheen looks at charlie and he's like so this is your church so, oh yeah this is my church they know me here you know hello everybody mm-hmm. and then the priest starts like hola so, <laughs> <la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. laughs> it is like they just like did a slow burn like yep. martin sheen it was mm-hmm. very
1: very funny and i have to say uh i don't know who thought it was a good idea to cast martin sheen as charlie sheen's father but i think they were going on something there i don't know
0: i don't see the resemblance really
1: Yeah. no Resem- no sparks were flying okay okay so uh, Really quickly, let oh, me jump yeah. back in. Oh yeah, we're Newt. Carrie Hen is the name of the actress. It yeah, was the only movie she ever did. She went really? on to become a school teacher.
0: Really? Yeah. She she uh she t- teaches school mostly at did night, yeah. mostly. <laughs> all right. So China ignored the People's Revolution. They did. Thirty million people died in that. For all my socialist, uh, socialism leads to communism. Thirty million. Yeah. Thirty million people died. In oh yeah. That's just horrifying yeah uh the democratic uh little meeting in nevada went bad mm-hmm. uh barbara boxer who we both agreed probably was a hottie back in the day uh, yes indeed don't agree with her politically but hey uh she got booed uh supreme court punted on the contraception thing yep. uh facebook a little nutty they're trying to uh who's watching the watchers yes. on the whole facebook thing mm-hmm. and who's watching the white house oh, i wanted to touch on this before we got out of here ah, okay uh the white house so, Boy, uh, th- th- this whole thing, uh, Ben Rhodes, uh, comes out in the New York Times. Yeah. And does like a little, I don't know why he would brag about this, but Ben Rhodes is bragging how they lead, they, they led the press around, uh, by their noses about the, uh, Iran nuclear deal. Yeah. And I think, uh, he's like, your average reporter's 27 years old. And they mm-hmm. don't really have a great da da da. We just tell them what they want to do, what they hear. We tell them where to go, blah, blah, blah. And it is a very, very frightening thing. Just as, uh, the Facebook people can decide what you're gonna see in the news, mm-hmm. the White House can really decide how the media is going to behave. Yeah. Ben Rhodes' brother is David Rhodes, yes. the head of CBS, uh, news. news. Yes. Now, do you have the whole list in front of you? Cause there, the list goes on and on. Uh, With these different connections with people who work in the White House and work at ABC News, work in the White House, uh, CNN
1: News. So I don't have the whole list in front of me, but the main one was Ben and David Rose. There have been other ones throughout the years. But this is the first time that it's been so blatant.
0: The old press secretary. Uh, way before Josh Ernst. which
1: was a uh, Jay Carney, Jay Carney, and his wife who worked at CNN as well. Yeah,
0: yeah. There's there's like three or four of these yeah. where a sibling runs a news station, a, a, a wife runs a this, a husband. Uh, it's, and I'm, I, I feel bad saying look it up. I, I didn't really know we were going to get into it uh, this week, but it's uh, frightening. It is. Uh, so yeah. So here's a here's a funny little uh, tidbit. So uh, uh, Ben Rhodes is is bragging to the New York Times about how they led the the, the White House around uh, – the White House led these reporters around by their nose, and uh, James Rosen uh, from Fox News is like, you didn't lead me around by the nose. Now, James Rosen is the one that the White House bugged. Yes. Uh, he is also uh, – Cheryl Atkinson also was uh, under investigation. Uh, James uh, Rosen had his uh, emails uh, taken. His yeah. parents were investigated. Mm-hmm. Like So anyway, he was – so James Rosen takes great pride in saying, hey, White House, you didn't lead me around by the nose. I asked uh, a question about this. I thought something was up back, you know, a year ago. Yeah. And now they keep a record of all this at the White House. Of course. And he goes, send me the tape uh, and I'll prove it. Mm-hmm. And so they sent him the tape and his question was not on there. Uh. The Of the official record, they had taken it out. And James Rosen is like, hey, I have independent proof that I actually asked about this. Yeah. Uh, and the White House goes, oh, that was a glitch. That was a glitch. You know, occasionally, occasionally there'll be a, a computer glitch in the videotape and we'll just accidentally lift. So now they've corrected it. Yeah. And, it is, and yeah, he didn't, uh he was doing old school uh, journalism. And, so good on you.
1: And that's where it gets into a creepy Orwellian system. It really does. That we do have to worry about. Yes. You know?
0: And be on guard about. All Who the more is... reason
1: to keep the internet free.
0: Yes. And keep listening to The Loftus party. Um, oh my gosh. And then here's the big story. Another New York Times thing. Uh, the whole, uh, John Miller, which I think is hysterically funny. Okay. Uh, the Donald Trump pr- back in the 90s. Yeah. Like all this other stuff is going on. Like, uh, like Kerry is talking about arming, uh, Libyans now. Yeah. He's talking about let's give Libyans guns, That's not a story. Here's a story. Donald Trump back in 1991 would call a reporter from People magazine and pretend to be his own publicist, mm-hmm. John Miller. That's literally yeah. what people were talking about all weekend. Of course. Okay, that is uh, that's incredibly, incredibly frightening.
1: Uh, uh, that, I mean, that's it's, it's. I guess the story was he denied it. But again, it's like Marco Rubio said it best: when people talk about Trump, people listen. You know, that's why Rubio made the tiny hands comment because that got him some press right before Florida.
0: I think Donald Trump should bring back the John Miller character, right? He has, he has a problem. Donald Trump has a problem, uh, with women, but John Miller doesn't. So what he should do robo calls is John Miller. Hi, I'm John Miller calling on behalf of Donald Trump. That'd and he very, just wants to say he's sorry.
1: It'd be very Oscar Wilde of him. To it would do. be
0: great. It would be great. John Miller. Uh, oh, and then, oh, uh, the Washington Post. Mm-hmm. Um, Bob, Bob Woodward. Yeah uh was on the Sunday talk shows and he says that the Washington Post is going to, they're going to have 20 reporters mm-hmm. uh digging into Donald Trump yep digging into his character yep and then like hey are you going to have are you going to have uh the same are you going to have the same uh amount of reporters digging into Hillary Clinton and he's like mm, not so much so uh it's yeah. just funny Donald is in he is in for it
1: I don't understand what they think they're gonna find. It's not like anyone's been lying about Donald Trump since the beginning.
0: That is the 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 happy accident, I guess. If you're a Trump fan, the yeah. happy accident of like he hasn't been saying like, yeah, he did interviews with with uh, with Playboy yeah. and he dates models and he's been married a bunch and yeah. he wanted to be he like wanted to be like a Playboy back in the '90s. That yeah. was his whole persona. Just ask mm-hmm. John Miller. <laughs> 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 They're not, yeah, what's, what's the dirt? Like, yeah. oh, your business, whatever. That's, uh, that's gotta be, it's gotta be very easy being, uh, uh, Donald Trump's publicist. I think that's why he does it himself yeah. as John Miller. Cause it, like, why, why pay somebody? Mm-hmm. I'll just use my own voice yeah. and, and call these people. The, the reporter that he claimed to be, uh, John Miller to from yeah. People Magazine. Uh huh. She's on MSNBC going, I think he owes me an apology.
1: For what? Well, he misled her.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then here's the other one that I have like just no, uh, no, and this this will be uh, angry emails, uh, big time. These people going Donald Trump's not a real conservative. Somebody needs to f- write it down. Write down what a real conservative is. I agree because I don't really what what is no. it. He wants to protect the borders. How is that not? Uh, conservative he wants uh less government regulations how's that less because smaller government like where is he like off the track where did he just like leave reality i saw this dude on msnbc last night talking about i my i wouldn't let my nine-year-old son listen to him really Mm -hmm. really dude like you wouldn't listen you wouldn't let your nine-year-old like donald trump's given a rally in omaha and you're gonna like turn off the tv (laughs) he's gonna whip out his wiener like gee many christmas um Okay. Uh, the bathroom battle. Got to keep the federal government out of the schools. Uh, parents get involved with your kids education. That's all awesome. Uh, there's 20 people vetting Donald Trump from the Washington Post. I'm sure these are the same people who vetted, uh, Obama, you know, cause yeah, <laughs> Donald Trump pretended to be his own publicist in 1991 and Obama's like hanging out with Bill Ayers. Like, a legit, like, went to jail, went to prison for terrorism. Yep. <laughs> and nobody's like, I think he'll be a great president. I won't even get to the Jeremiah Wright aspect of it all. Um, That is wonderful. This is a good show. I'm realizing now I'm woefully unprepared uh for Michael Topia. <laughs> so here's my Michael Topia. Mm-hmm. Michael Topia is a segment on the show where we talk about the real world is crazy. You never know what's going to happen, but everything makes, makes sense in Michael Topia. And then we do, like, uh, these little decrees. So here's my decree. Uh, in Michael Topia, uh, the host of the show is always prepared with Michael and is never looking at his notebook going, wow, did I just <laughs> miss that. <laughs> I hope you've got one, Andrew.
1: I, I do have one. I, th- th- this is where it's nice to have a contributor helping you out. So in Michael you, as someone who is unemployed and says he can't find a job, you lost your last excuse. Really? Yes. So, down in Savannah, Georgia, there's a minor league baseball team called the Savannah Bananas. Nice. Yep. And they found uh, a little puppy that someone left in the parking lot. No tags, no microchip, no collar, nothing. So, you know what the, they did? Hmm. They brought that puppy in, named him Daisy, and they gave him a job with the team.
0: That's wonderful.
1: Daisy is now the new bat dog. The that's the Savannah Bananas. That's
0: great. You know, in Richmond, they have the Richmond Squirrels. I love minor league baseball. Okay. In Michael Topia, we celebrate minor league ball. Yes. In Columbus, Ohio, we used to have the Yankees farm team, the Columbus Clippers. Oh, that's it's a great, great. You like baseball. You're going to see all these players. They're coming back from rehab, all this other. Yep. Uh, back in the day, once again, aging myself, Daryl Strawberry. Ooh. Coming out of rehab. Yes. And probably both kinds of rehab, like on it. <laughs> and so we are in the stands just giving him the business. Daryl Strawberry, great ball player. Absolutely. Can hit the long ball, Whatever. Uh, and like, he'd come up to the plate and we're like, Daryl, Daryl, CRACK! Home run. Mm-hmm. Just knock. Okay, and that was the last time we, we made fun of him. <laughs> okay, so in Michael Topia, we celebrate, uh, uh, minor league baseball. And in Michael Topia, we celebrate you. Uh, thanks for checking out The Loftus Party. Uh, always a blast. Great show. Thanks, Andrew. This was a really, really this good, was time. A good time. So yeah, go to loftusparty.com. Uh, go to YouTube subscribe
1: to our youtube channel for the flip side please rate us five stars on itunes i know michael hates saying it but it really does help us out
0: yay and imagine this is 20 pound sledge playing us out we love you we'll see you next week bye-bye that was so easy and pleasant that was